Welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Bedell. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello, and welcome back for another Brain Coach tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Thank you for being proactive and open to anything that can help your child be more successful in school and in life. Before we get into talking with our special guest today, I want to make sure that you know about our sponsor, Little Giant Steps. Little Giant Steps has been equipping families with brain-enhancing activities that can be done at home for over 20 years. It's a very confusing world out there for families that have behavioral and educational challenges to deal with. Often, parents just don't know where to start. At Little Giant Steps, we offer you the help you need for your struggling child. Take a look at our website at littlegiantsteps.com and then call us with your needs. Call 972-758-1260. We are here to help you find a solution. We can do it together. Again, that number is 972-758-1260. Call today for the help you need in navigating the confusing situation you may find yourself in. And because so many families are struggling with behavioral issues that might cause huge conflicts in their family, I'm asking you to please do a friend a favor and share the website braincoachtips.com with someone you know. You may be surprised to learn that you were answered prayer for someone you didn't even know was struggling. So send your friends to braincoachtips.com so more children can reach their full potential and more families can be spared the anguish of preventable conflicts. It's important to understand that this information applies whether you have typically developing, gifted, struggling learners, or developmentally challenged children in your home. Some of the same root causes can apply to all of these different situations. Well, just in case you didn't listen to the last week's podcast that I did on behavior, that had all the neurodevelopmental and the metabolic or the chemistry of the body that might be a root cause of poor behavior. I want you to go ahead and encourage you to listen to that as well. But um, so not only do we need to take care of the root causes, but we need to train our good behavior as well. That's why I'm so excited to have my special guest today, Monica Irvine. She specializes in just that. So welcome, Monica. Hi. Thank you. It's, It's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, Monica, you and I met at a homeschool conference, and I was really impressed with your material. So I just want to encourage everybody to sit back and hear from the expert in the field, which is you, 
and tell us about the importance of etiquette. Monica, I'd like to let our listeners know a little more about you. Can you tell us what was your purpose and inspiration in creating your program in your company, the Etiquette Factory? Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, like a lot of us parents, I saw a need, uh, or I guess a lacking of etiquette in my own children. And actually, many years ago, uh, I was a homeschool mom anyway, so me and my boys were studying the life of George Washington. And it was at that time that we stumbled across George Washington's Rules of Civility and Decent Behavior. So the history books say that when uh, President Washington was about 13 years old, he was being tutored by a minister at the time, and the minister encouraged him to learn chivalry skills to help him be more successful, both personally and professionally. And kind of interesting history lesson is a list of the 110 chivalry skills that are in George Washington's handwriting is in the Smithsonian. Now, we don't know whether he memorized them or we actually don't even know who the author is of those skills. What we do know is that he wrote them all out. And when, when me and my sons read those skills, I just was so taken back about just because of how beautiful they were and how applicable they were to today. You know, I started looking for something more modern uh, to help my boys. I thought, you know, surely it won't kill my boys to learn one little etiquette skill a day. And so I started looking for something a little bit more modern. Really, the, the skills don't change. As far, most of them are very applicable, but just the language. And long story short, I became um, a certified etiquette instructor myself because I couldn't find anything that was what I was looking for and ended up creating it um, myself for my children. That's how it started. Isn't that interesting? That's kind of how I started, too, with the need that I had in my family. So it's very interesting how the homeschool community has been innovative in that uh, realm and right. producing things that they don't find that they need. So that's, that's very, very interesting. Can you help us to understand what is contributing to the deterioration of manners and the life skills in young people and even some adults in our society? Well, you know, of course this is, this is my personal opinion, um, but I feel very strongly about this. And because I really try to uh, understand what is the problem, because when you think about it, what parent on this planet does not want their children to be kind and gracious and forgiving and compassionate? I mean, I would imagine about 98% of parents really want their children to be those things, if not 100%. So the question is, well, so if we have all of these parents who want their children to be this way, and even educators want their students to be this way, why are we living in a less kind society? I believe that most people have a desire to be kind, and perhaps that's the optimist in me. When I look at what has changed in the past 
in the past couple of centuries, um, for sure decades, couple of decades, what has changed? Well, what has changed is we have stopped purposefully teaching etiquette skills, chivalry skills. You know, if we all want to be kind, or most people do, what I have learned is their skills in being kind. And you have to learn the skills that help you be more kind. Um, because a lot of times when we think someone is being rude, especially a young person, a child, I would imagine that most of the time they don't mean to be rude. Most of us don't wake up with a desire to offend others today, to be rude today. But what happens is because we're not thinking. And so what we try to do is try to be very purposeful. So we have outlined um, teaching etiquette in a platform like every other subject we teach our children in daily lessons. And so we just think it's a lack of purposeful teaching that has, you know, that has changed. That makes a lot of sense. If you don't train in it, like if you don't train in the um, Pledge of Allegiance and the songs, the history songs and that kind of thing, they're not going to know it. So it's the same, same thing here. We're just not naturally uh, going to do those things. So I do feel like it's very necessary to purposely not only train your children's behavior as far as not being negative, but train it to be positive. And uh, that's what I love about your, your thing. So have you really seen that this program has affected both children and adults? You know, that is something that's hard for me to convey. We do have a testimonial page, but that testimonial page is such a small percentage of, of the interaction I have with parents and even children. Uh, that's been the greatest blessing to me is just the hundreds, if not thousands of people I meet every year who have come through the program and just, you know, share with me how much it has affected their family. One of a kind of a common comment I get from parents is they'll say something like, I'm so embarrassed how much I learned as I was doing this program with my children. And of course, <coughs> You know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just such a testimony to the truth that if you're not taught, you don't know. And so, you know, and I've had so many parents share little stories of, of just accomplishment with children. Another common comment that I get from parents regarding their children who have been through the program, which to be honest, when I first developed the program, I guess I just didn't realize that this would be a result, but I have parents come to me and say, you know, Monica, how have you given my child confidence when me and my husband have been trying to help our child help have self-confidence their whole life? And they go through this program, and after a couple of weeks, we see their child just, our child start to blossom. And at first, when I started getting those kind of comments, I, I, I was a little just, not shocked by it, but just I just didn't expect it. And what it has taught me is that so often when children are lacking confidence, it's because they don't have the skills. You know, if you and I, even as adults, 
are not sure how to handle a situation, uh, what we tend to do is kind of hold back, step back, because none of us, regardless of our age, want to embarrass ourselves. We all have a little pride uh, deep down in us, and we don't want to humiliate ourselves. So what we tend to do when we're not sure of what to do is we hide. And so that's what's so exciting about teaching these skills is that when you give children these skills, then they know what to do. And then that confidence of knowing how to handle themselves really starts to come out. And that's so exciting. That is really great. Well, I know that you have two programs because I've seen them firsthand. The, the Etiquette for Beginners, that's what I started using with my grandchildren. And then your life skills for you, and that's what I often recommend for my little bit older clients. So can you tell us uh, the difference in the two programs and how a parent might determine which would be best for them? Sure. You know, it, it strictly is based on age and maturity level. So the Etiquette for Beginners program, kind of the purpose behind that, besides teaching some skills, is just to excuse me, to get the kids excited to learn manners. So it's a lot of fun. So it's 12 weeks. We typically target children maybe four or five years old through about eight years old. That's the typical maturity level that really loves this program. Now, obviously, if there's a child with special needs, that age can vary. But it's DVD-based, it's 12 weeks, 12 skills, and it's so fun. The kids get to watch Mary Manners teach a lesson, kind of like a Mary Poppins character. They get to hear a story about a character who's really struggling, like Oscar the Pig, who goes around making a mess for everyone else in his life to clean up, and how that affects his life. Usually the kids' favorite part of the beginner's program is the music. And we all know what an impact music has on teaching children. So it comes with a musical CD with 18 manor songs. Um, and there's reggae and hip-hop and bluegrass. And there's a potty mouth song and don't be a bully. So it's just a fun program. And then the level two, we call that life skills for you. And typically, it targets children between like ages maybe 9 to 10, all the way through age 18. However, I have had a lot of families who might purchase that product for, let's say, their 12 and 14-year-old, but still, their 5 and 7-year-old sit and watch it with the family, and they learn a lot too. So. That program is exciting because it's meant to be um, done each day as a family, and there's 142 lessons, which means 142 skills. There's 25 table manners. There's skills about conversation etiquette, respect towards the elderly, towards those with disability. What do you do at a wedding and at a funeral? Uh, cell phone etiquette, social media bullying. So there's just a lot of real-life topics. And why this program is so popular is because most of the videos come with a visual example of teenagers performing the etiquette skills the wrong way and the right way. 
So it's kind of funny. And um, you know what we found is I've read a lot of books on behavior that have been published for children with special needs and, and just for all children. And so often the books will say something like, it is polite to do X, Y, Z, or it's not polite to do A, B, C. And what I have found is that children learn best when they can see themselves in the behavior, uh, when they can immediately associate it, associate the skill with the behavior that they do. So that's why we love the Life Skills Program with the examples of behavior, because as soon as the kids see the behavior example, they're like, oh, that's me. Oh, yeah, I do that. Or maybe my sister does that. That's what helps them remember it. You know, we were really grateful for this program and very humbled by the response that we've had um, uh, because of its success. Well, that was one thing that I really liked about it when you showed it to me at the book fair is that you could see the expression on the people's face when they were not being treated well. And then how the whole situation was turned around when they did it the right way. And uh, just that the way the people light, light up and, and how you will get to help people feel better, you know, by the way you act. And it's it was very inspirational, I thought, too. So so glad you're telling us about this. Do you, do you have um, any particular example? I, I know you've given us a couple, but does anything come to mind that you want to share with people, just another example of how the children have learned from this program? Sure. Well, and, and let me, uh, maybe this will help. Um, what I realized is that, you know, even all of us parents, we, we can never prepare our child or maybe, I guess, go through every possible scenario that our child might, in, you know, encounter throughout their life. But what we strive to do at the Etiquette Factory is teach children the concept that, whether we like it or not, and whether we mean to or not, every day, all day, we are all sending messages to the people around us about how we feel about them. We do it through unspoken ways and spoken ways. And just as an easy example, let's just choose table manners as one example of etiquette. You know, what I teach children is, let's say you come to the table and you sit down and you start eating like a pig. Maybe you're chewing with your mouth open. Maybe you're making a weird noise with your tongue. Or maybe you're slouched across your plate with your arms on the table. Um, whatever it is, or a common one that a lot of grown-ups do, they'll sit down at the table and start eating before others have been served and then they're finished in five minutes and get up and leave the table when other people are still dining. Well, what happens when we um, demonstrate that type of behavior is we just sent a message to everyone at that table that we were there for one reason and one reason only. That's for ourselves. That we don't really care if we gross other people out or we don't really care if 
we were quick to eat and didn't try to eat um, as you were dining. But we were there just to fill our belly and for no other reason. It's a very self-serving, selfish way of portraying our feelings. But at the end of the day, what that, the message that other people feel is that we don't care about them, that we don't care about their feelings. And I tell children and adults, that might not be the message you meant to send, but that was the message that everyone at that table heard. And so what we try to do is we go through the skills using the definition that etiquette is helping those around us to feel valued and comfortable. We show value to one another by making sure that our behavior is not offensive to others. And so we teach a lot of skills, but every skill, whether it's table etiquette, whether it's conversation etiquette, it's always based on that definition of etiquette is showing value to others. Mm, that's so good. I just, I really like that. Thinking of others instead of them, themselves is what we're all about, what we're supposed to be doing. So that is, that is really a good point about how we treat others is portraying that value. That's, I hadn't uh, always just thought of that specifically, but that is a really good point. Well, I hope you out there in our audience can see that there is tremendous value in the resources that you will find there at the Etiquette Factory. Monica has graciously offered a discount for Raincoats Tips listeners. At checkout, if you want to get something there, just use the coupon code RAINCOACH and you'll get a 10% off your purchases there. I just want to thank you, Monica, for telling us about your journey in, in creating the Etiquette Factory and it's just fascinating what you're doing for people that are uh, involved with this, I do see a really important aspect for special needs children as well because they do model what they see and those videos have been very effective for my clients. So I just want to uh, give it a thumbs up from the brain coach. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jan. And thank you. You know, you're welcome to give people my email address too if, if they have a particular issue with a child and they really want advice on what you know services or product that might be beneficial to them from the etiquette factory they're of course welcome to email and ask me that question so it's been a pleasure spending this time with you thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit about the etiquette factory you bet go ahead and give them that uh, email address so it's monica m-o-n-i-c-a at the etiquette factory.com. They can also just go to the etiquettefactory.com uh, website and we have a contact page which comes directly to me. So whichever is easier for them. That's super. Well, thanks for being available because I know sometimes it's a confusing world out there for, for people and they're not sure what, what they need to get. So thanks for being available for that and thanks again for joining us on the Brain Coach Tips. You're welcome. Thank you so much. 
In addition to the possible neurodevelopmental challenges that I talked about last week, or the lack of education that Monica has been talking about today, I have continually seen children with behavior problems because of the chemistry of their body. It's just not working well. When a child has allergies or gut issues, they just don't feel very well. You know yourself, when you don't feel good, your ability to cope cheerfully with challenges goes way down. The same is true for our children. I want to invite you to participate in a metabolic consult where I can learn more about your situation and offer some solutions for you to consider. All you need to do is go to littlegiantsteps.com and click on metabolic consults. That's on the home page and then you can start the process for scheduling this free consult. Well that's all the time I have for today. I hope that I have assisted you in your journey toward understanding how you can help address behavioral issues. I also did a previous podcast entitled Creating a Positive Learning Environment. You can find that at braincoachtips.com. Please stay tuned to the Brain Coach Tips where you will receive more brain enhancing tips to make life and learning easier. In the meantime, please visit our sponsor littlegiantsteps.com. They are dedicated to equipping you as parents so that your children can reach their full potential. Remember, neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Until next week, it's the Brain Coach signing off.